Hey, what's up? Man, my lips are not working this morning. That wasn't very graceful, was it? No. Anyways, hey, what's up, everybody? CJ here, and I am here with my beautiful co-host, Lynn. Hey, hey. And today's episode of Grit and Grace TV is about grace. Yeah, we figured we had to, like, hit the other side of it, right? Well, we hit grit pretty hard. Oh. And I think we left everybody understanding what grit really was. However, we never really touched on grace at all during that whole lead up. The the five day, you know, just intense every day coming at you with the grit test. We didn't really do a whole lot for grace. So today yeah. we're going to smack grace in the face and uh, <laughs> talk about that bitch. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, the show... Tonight's show is going to be kind of a weird show because we're going to talk about grace and being grateful and thankful, but then we're going to lead into something that just is like right on the other side, like right at the other end of the scale. This is going to be, we're mixing it up. Andre says no audio. Oh, that's my producer. We got to get a new producer. I think you're right. Um, I hear just fine. I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on with the audio. This is uh, this would have to be coming through the be live problem. This would be a be live problem. Maybe it's Andre's problem. Maybe it is Andre's problem. Do you have your uh, Facebook tab muted? Because that would do it sometimes. I know I usually uh, mute my Facebook tab when I've got when I got it open and I got other stuff because I don't want to hear the ping. Ding, ding, all that crap. The notifications drive me absolutely batty. So let's uh, just okay. take grit and grit. Okay, I hear sound. I hear sound. It's Andre's fault. Andre, just, it's on just, you, buddy. I just on. wanted to interrupt the program. <laughs> Every Andre had to let everybody know that he's in the house. Thanks for showing up, buddy. We just want to make sure it's not like a Japanese movie because <laughs> since be live has changed some things, it's kind of right. It's a little bit off. So we just want to make sure. Yeah. Things have been a little bit weird. Uh, last, last few days. Um, in fact, I, I got a message from a guy not too long ago asking me what was going on with be live. It was all kind of weird. So, they're always changing things up, right? So so before we get going, if you're watching, please hit the share button and spread this out, especially this episode, because I think that um, as much as I love grit and we both love everything about grit and everything it is, and if you ha didn't watch our first episode last week, go watch it, but grace is really important you know, as you're moving through life through your days too. So we want to talk about that, but there's other things we're going to hit on. We've got an unbelievable question sent in to us. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, CJ did some polling on that. So share this out right now. Just hit that share button below and share this out, please. So let's get into the meat of this thing. What is grace? What is it? Grace. We we know about God's grace. We know about grace when it comes to, I mean, anybody who watches the supernaturals knows what an angel's grace is. But what is grace? 
Grace, yeah, for everybody, grace. And then, you know, there's graceful and there's finesse. And, you know, a dictionary talks about finesse and, you know, attractive and all of those things. But really, when you get down to it, it's gratitude. It's being thankful. It's showing grace in times that are tough and times where you could just, like, tear someone a new one. But you don't. You just show grace. You just smile and nod and thank you. So it's those times, too, that match up really well with the grit. So that's what we're talking about. We want to talk about, you know, being thankful and grateful. And then, you know, Facebook comes out with that new emoticon, that new reaction button, and it's thankful. So I was like, oh, what a great sign. Yeah, I was, you know, I have, I've only used it one time, and I think that was right after you mentioned it. And I use the ha ha button a lot. I use the wow button a lot. I use the pissed off button a lot. And I use the good old thumbs up button a lot. But, um, when it comes to being thankful, I don't use that, that, that button very often. It just doesn't feel, feel right. Well, I think it's got to be in the right context too, right? So but they always do that around Mother's Day. Yeah. Well, apparently Andre is still having issues getting audio. And like I said, well, uh, well right. yeah, I'm, I just checked the audio again, Andre. It's there. Um, he can't you, hear you. you yeah, <laughs> he can't hear me. I'm just going to shoot him a message real quick just to tell him, hey, un, unmute your Facebook tab. Because chances are that's what the problem is if, uh, if he doesn't know. And he's going to be grateful that I, I shared this with him. Yes, that's so. very nice of you. See <laughs> An example of grace. So we definitely wanted to touch on this. And, you know, that kind of fits in with the whole title of the show, Grit and Grace. We both were like, yeah, you know, life takes grit and it takes grace. It takes grit to keep going day after day. Grit's about the long haul in life. It's about just day after day, no matter what comes up, you just keep going. And grace is sort of the thing that helps balance out. And gratitude is such an amazing thing. You know, when we hear, trade your expectations for appreciations, and you'll never have to worry about being disappointed. And that's where grace fits in. It's, it's, It's a little bit of the softer side. And showing the gratitude for things like that. And um, so I, because I always want to leave, you know, I want to give you something. We like to give the viewers something that they can consider, ponder, try, uh, share with other people. And it's, I think it's always a great reminder. I think there's a lot of things that we know, but sometimes we we don't really know them until we hear it again or experience it again. So just, I want to, hit on a couple things and then we want to talk about a different thing because you and I were talking about this about how I think there's sort of um not a dark side to to grace and gratitude but I think there's a little bit of a can shut down if it's not it can shut you down if you don't it's that trendy side of it yeah okay perfect I love that so but ways that you can show grace and this is a great reminder is what can you do for someone else? That is such a simple thing. And it brings you out of if you're in a funk. Um, and, you know, it's so important that we have a connection to something greater than ourselves, a greater a connection to something that's big and, and 
goes out into the world. And grace is a fabulous way to do that. So what can you do for something else, for someone else? Is it a phone call? Is it a, you know, a message saying, hey, I think you're great or you really helped me or I saw what you did and it inspired me and so what can you do for someone else? I think that's huge. And you do tons for other people, CJ. So you're a great example of that. Just watch CJ. And he's always helping people and always answering questions and always right in there and sharing. And, yeah, you're a great example of that for sure. For sure. You know, if I didn't have such a bad sunburn, I would be blushing right now. <laughs> but, you know. You do have a sunburn. <laughs> but and really, I have door work. You know, it's like what you're saying, though. When when we share the things that came to us, uh, you know, whether it be by, you know, training through a job or someone helped you along or something like that, and then you forward that on, you know, that is definitely a, a show of grace. And it's not something that I take lightly. I like being able to share those those tools and those not that knowledge that's been shared with me. Um, I was extremely lucky to be able to have some of the most amazing mentors, you know, in the past five to 10 years who have been able to give me all the information that I have so freely that it feels, I mean, to me, it just feels right to be able to, to give that out and not mm. worry about charging this person for that or charging that person for this. It's, it, you don't have to have a, a, a service to be of service. Does that make sense? Yeah. A value doesn't always mean dollar signs. Sometimes it's just that human connection. That's the value. That's the, you know, it's always nice. Um, <laughs> I gave a thumbs up <laughs> to Andre because Andre wanted to see a thumbs up if I, if I saw his comment. And I see it. I see it. I hope you can hear it. And I hope it was the, the Facebook problem. You know, the muted tab, because everybody else is hearing it. You're the only one that doesn't. Yeah. Oh, he still yeah. says hear it. So it's sorry, buddy. It's on Restart. Side. Try restarting. So, yeah, absolutely. I think doing for others, you know, that's what makes the world go round. That's why we're here to help. And, you know, sometimes so many people just feel like nobody's nobody's watching nobody cares and you know you'd be amazed at the people that are watching and it's a, a great reminder to just do the simplest thing I think some people think if they don't have you know wads of cash to give to somebody or something big and it so doesn't have to be big it's the little things that are just that make such a a, a big deal um, the other thing is uh, when you're criticized. So for a lot of us, you know, you, when you're going after those dreams, when you're going after those goals, if you're starting a business, whatever it is, it, you're going to get criticized for sure. I mean, there's going to be people that are going to try and drag you down. There's going to be people that say you can't do it or you nuts. Who do you think you are? You're going to tell yourself that. But it, you're going to get criticized. And, you know, it's just a – and that's a great – place to practice grace is just to go I appreciate the input thank you <laughs> I don't have much grace when it comes to that <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you though I put a I put a post out it was kind of a, a test this last week because I wanted to kind of see where people were at and so I, I posted would you spend eight thousand dollars for a mindset reboot boot camp and the criticism that I got, the, every post that was on the post was 
was very critical with, with the exception of maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. And, but here's what people don't see. The private messages that I got about the post, the same post, were all the people who were supporting it and who wanted to know more about it so they could find out how to become part of it. So it was really kind of an eye-opener for all the criticism that I got on one side that was very public and very open. I had just as many, the same amount of people messaging me saying, this is this is amazing. You know, tell me more about it. And then I would go into more detail as soon as I would tell them about it. Like, sign, where do I sign up? How do I sign up? And I and I had to explain to them, I said, this is just a concept. This is an idea. This isn't necessarily even something that's going to be acted upon at this time. It's just an idea. So then I turn around and I do the same thing again today. I, I put a post up there about, you know, starting a personal training gym and stuff like that, our personal training studio and stuff like that. Yeah, now, that. the support, because I didn't put a value, I didn't put a number on it, the support for it was insane. It was nothing but support on the post and no private messages. Actually, no, I take that back. I did get one private message. So that it was, it was, it, it was kind of interesting to watch how that, how people kind of, uh, see Facebook posts. And, and it was a very good way for me to really kind of practice this grace that we're talking about. Because after seeing some of those criticisms, I wanted to blow them up. I just wanted to say, hey, look, how do you not want to invest in your own self? You know, I just wanted to go nuts and go off about it. But at the same time, I real I had to realize, hey, look, that's not your audience. That's not your market. Those people wouldn't spend $8,000 on themselves because they don't have $8,000 to spend on themselves. So that's really what it boiled down to. Yeah, yeah. Well, social media, I mean, what a great uh, breeding ground for experiments and human behavior. That That's what's always fascinated me. It's very, very interesting. It's like that post you see quite often on Facebook where someone posts that <clears throat> they got the job they applied for and they get like, you know, 5,000 likes, but then they make a post that they started their own business and they get like one. So, you know, it's, it's so fascinating, uh, looking at the human behavior on social media. It's great. But I think because the way I'd be afraid to be a new online business owner now, there's so much criticism and there's so much, um, there's so many flaky, flaky things out there and people that are really dishonest in their marketing and as opposed to what they deliver that's I have so many conversations CJ I don't know about you but I have a lot of conversation with people that have been taken really bad so I think when people see a dollar value uh, and really that's value is relative it's 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 relative to your situation your experience all of that stuff so that's something that people can jump on right away so then of course everybody has their favorites well if it was this person if it was that person yeah you know so very fascinating but yeah so if you don't put a dollar value on it but i think cuz so many people have been taken and scammed and see such ridiculousness out there that it's really put a damper on things like that so but yeah that was that was good so what's another what's another aspect of grace that we maybe we don't know about or maybe we do it 
but it's subconsciously. Here's the most important one, a way to show grace. Forgiveness. That's forgiveness. Big. That's big. You know, forgiveness yeah. is one of those things that um, a lot of people struggle with. The people hold grudges. Almost everybody that I know of holds a grudge at some point or another. Now, yeah, till it's no longer useful, I think. Right, right. Here's here's a here's a little uh, story uh, that I want to share with everybody when it comes to forgiveness. Okay, so I at at one point I had this boss. He, you know, I worked for him as as his assistant, and he was he was the manager. I was the assistant manager. We worked together really well. And then we decided to start a business together. Well, part of this business, it was a roofing business. So after getting this business started, we did a couple of jobs. Well, the second job that we did, he was responsible for because I had to go away. Now, I had most of the roofing experience. He had some roofing experience. But after having done the other job, he said that he understood well enough to be able to do the job. So I let him do the job on his own. Now, a couple of months, I'm getting sued for $8,000 because he didn't do the job correctly. The roof all blew off, and I was the only person that was on the business license because he didn't have a driver's license at the time when we went and signed up. So because my name was on the business license, my name was on the tax ID, my name was on everything, it all came down on me. Now... That would have been a, a reason enough to not like the guy and cut him out of my life. That that right there should have been it. However, I forgive people. I don't hold grudges. I I've never been very good at holding grudges for a long period of time. So then I that's because you're not a woman. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I let this guy back in my life, and we rent a shop, or he rents a shop. I let him use my tools. I go away again because I was working up in North Dakota. I would only come back every now and then. He uh, he ended up defaulting on his his rent. The guy locked all my tools and everything up and wouldn't give them back to me until the money was paid. It's like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're my tools. He was renting the shop, not me. Well, then I come to find out after I the guy I have to get the sheriff involved and he, we go over, I get my tools. I find out that all my expensive paint sprayers and hammers and sanding blocks and all my tools, you know, $12,000 worth of equipment. He gave away to a guy that bought his truck to finish the truck project. He just gave them to him as part of the sale of his truck. So there again, should have been a reason to cut him out of my life, not forgive the guy, but I forgave the guy again. And a couple years go by, we reconnect, you know, all uh, water under the bridge. Hey, you can't look back. You can only look at what's now. And I was in a situation where I needed some place to stay, and he gave me a place to stay. So, you know, there's there's well, a lot of he could do. Well, yeah, but you, you, a lot of people will say, well, that's just reciprocity. You know, that's him feel guilty, blah, 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 whatever. But the point I'm trying to make is the power of forgiveness. If you're able to forgive people, you're always able to have that person somewhere in your life. You never know when you're going to need something that they can offer, legitimately offer. So now, now to be fair, you know, 
he, he messed me over a couple of times. I'm not going to give him the opportunity to do it a whole lot more times. I mean, that's, that's something that only my family gets privileged to. So. <laughs> Andre. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's forgiveness and then there's being uh, a doormat. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, yeah. You know, my, and my wife says it all the time. You know, she's, she says, you know, you, you trust people way too easily. Well, it's not that I trust them. It's just, I give them the opportunity to make the mistakes. Or the benefit, or sometimes the benefit of the doubt. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the thing that hangs people up with forgiveness, well, I think if you have a hard time forgiving anybody, I think, you know, there's a little bit of work that needs to be done, but I think that, uh, you hear the expression forgive and forget. Well, you can't forget. You, you can't forget. That's just, so I think people have the idea that, well, I can't forget it. So I'm not forgiving them or, you know, they want to feel, they, they feel some little bit of justification by not forgiving, but that other person doesn't give a shit. Cause we've all heard that phrase, you know, not forgiving is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die or whatever that is. <laughs> That And I think there's certain uh, expectations or beliefs around the whole thing of forgiveness. It's really just, and it doesn't mean that you have to keep them in your life. It doesn't mean you have to keep talking to them. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means you're not going to be attached to that thing that happened anymore. Right. So it's just, you know, showing forgiveness. Grace is giving something that you um, may not think someone deserves. That's it. That's that's what grace is. Simple. Now. Yeah. You serve without strings attached. So you forgive without strings attached. Doesn't mean you have to stay friends. Doesn't mean you have to give them something. You know, anything like that. It's just you're not going to let it play a part in your life. You're not going to let it take up valuable energy, your mind energy and your heart energy and anything. So... So three great ways to show, to, to practice grace in your life. What can you do for someone else? What do you do when you're criticized? I mean, that takes a lot of energy if people feel like that they have to uh, justify themselves. We see that with women all the time. If they're going to turn down an invitation to something, they got to write down a whole freaking essay as to why they're saying no. No, you don't have to do that. You can change your mind and forgive. Forgive, serve, serve without strings attached. That's it. Now, on the flip side of that, though, when you say that women feel like they have to have a long, drawn-out essay of a, a excuses why they can't attend an event or or a party or whatever it is, there. The other side of that, though, the reason why I think a lot of women feel that is because women do hold those grudges. Hey, you didn't show up to my party, so. Yes. I don't like you no more. You know, it's, and it, that starts at such an early age. I mean, my daughters are the same way and they're still teenagers. You know, you can't, my daughter doesn't want to go to this person's birthday party. All of a sudden now she's cut out of that person's life for the rest of her life because she didn't attend her 12th birthday party. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Well, I think that. I think that's sort of something that will never go away with females. 
I think that just that's just because the way that we're wired and I think some are just more than others. But I think women are really concerned about how they're judged. And I think rightly so, because women can be freaking brutal and petty. And so then we feel like we got to come up with this big story and is it going to be good? And what am I going to say? And oh, and they'll stress for two days on what's the most believable excuse they can give as to why they can't do this. See, guys, it's just the opposite, though. They use the very shortest form of excuse that they can possibly come up with. And knowing that women are the way they are, women become <laughs> that excuse 99% of the time if they're married. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I can't go to the bar tonight. My wife, she's not feeling very well. So I later. Yeah. You know, okay, yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, and guys know that this is an excuse. Guys know this, but we accept it anyways because we know we're going to have to use that same excuse at some point in the future. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, you know what? And guys will even go, you know what? I just, I'm not, I, I can't make it tonight. Okay. Yeah. Well, There's it, no, they're not going to sit around having their beer going. So why do you think CJ didn't come? Well, I don't know. Do you remember the other day when he said, uh, like, <laughs> you just don't see guys doing that. Well, Where's no, CJ? Guys, he couldn't make it. Okay. Well, and guys will come up with excuses for other guys too. It's like, hey, why didn't you get here? Oh, you know, he's got his thing. You know, his wife's not feeling very good. They will do it for you. You don't have to come up with your own excuse 90% of the time. It's like they will do it. Oh, you just call that one buddy up that says, hey, man, not going to make it. Okay. That's it. And he goes to the bar with everybody else. And, hey, where's CJ at? Oh, he couldn't make it. Wife's not feeling well. That's not what I said, but that's what he's saying, you know? I know. It's, it's, <clears throat> I know. It's crazy. So I think, you know, forgiveness is, uh, um, that's for a world that will trip women up too because they, you know, want to be justified in their feelings because they've spent so much time on the story that has gotten their feelings all wrapped up. So, but, you know, try these things. Remember these things. I hope after you've watched this, remember that. Think of something. You know, when you get criticized, don't pay any attention. Something's been on your mind. Figure, forgive that person. Move on. I mean, I've had, you know, six months ago I went through something that I would have liked to, like, punch her in the fucking throat. But, you know, distance is one deterrent. But, you know, you just go, okay, whatever, move on. Um, I'm better than that. So, you know, and what can you do for someone else? I think that's the easiest thing we could do. It doesn't take any effort to do that. What can I do for somebody else? So we'll leave so, you with that. So the flip side. So now we get to beat the hell out of gratitude, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, perfect. Because, you know, here's the thing. There, I've been seeing this trend for about the last eight to ten months of these gratitude uh Facebook live things. And don't get me wrong. I get why some people are doing this. I mean, there's Tiffany T puts out a show called the gratitude show. You know what you're going to be seeing when you watch the show. But when you get all these people and they make this post about gratitude and it's like the new trend, it's like, it's, it's almost the new authentic. If you know what I mean, you know, Mark, oh, Lord. 
marketers killed that whole authentic thing. Be authentic. You got to be authentic. I'm an authentic guy. You, they killed the authenticity aspect of that word. Now we got gratitude floating around like authenticity was floating around. And I'm telling you what, I, it's just seriously, there's not that much shit to be grateful for. I mean, come on. People are what? coming. Okay. Let me explain what I just said. <laughs> Go ahead, clarify that. Okay. So here's the thing. People are coming out and they're saying, I'm grateful for the sky is blue. I'm grateful for the grass is green. I'm grateful for some of the dumbest stuff. Oh. Be grateful for something that's worth being grateful for. Don't just come out here and do some gratitude bullshit because everybody else is doing it. It's the cool thing, whatever, you know, I, I, you know, I'm just well, not that whole freaking woo woo. Oh, stars <laughs> aligning and everything is working in perfect harmony and blah, blah, blah. No, you make your own shit happen by hard work and effort because the grass speaking (laughs) exactly because the grass is green and the sky is blue that doesn't make ten dollars appear into my damn checking account you know okay well you know that is um that's usually a good way for people to start getting it because when people some people have a hard time going through what am i grateful for and they and they start thinking of the big things because like anything you have to train your mind so um, if I work with a client and they haven't done anything like that, I will say, you know, like if sit down and every night just write out like a brain dump of things that you're grateful for. And I'll say, even if it has to be the sky is blue, then do it because it, it, what it does is after a while it trains, um, it trains your brain to be able to see those things. <clears throat> I totally get where you're coming from about. Why are you going to be grateful the sky's blue? But that's a training thing. But if that's a continuous thing you're going to do all the time, I mean, well, that's a personal thing. But I know what you mean. But that's a, usually a training thing people are doing, like, just to get your brain going to see, right? If you want to see something specific, you know, focus, look for things that are red and just think of red and red and red. What do you see that's red and red and red and then you know, because whatever you focus on expands, right? So then you do see it more and more. So that's what that is. Just so you know, that's just a that's that's yeah. for the people that are just new in it. But I get I get what you mean. But yeah, I get what you mean. You know, and I think a lot of people when they when they think of gratitude, they think what are they grateful for? Things like that. They they look at the at that thing as their end goal. You know what I mean? It's like that's their that's their glass ceiling. They're not going any higher than that. There's no way they can be any more grateful because they are grateful for that thing, and that's it. You know what I mean? Well, I th- yeah, I think there's the, th- the thing that be grateful for what you have. That's the big thing right now. Be grateful for what you have. So I get that, but the thing that I think that we were talking about before is how it holds you back is – so does that mean I can never want more? Yeah. Because there's that whole simplicity thing that we see, um, that I see on social media too, that simplicity gets the big applause. But if you want to go out and buy the new, the nice new, you know, Harley or 
convertible whatever, well, that doesn't get as much applause because it's excessive and it's not simple and why, it's materialistic. And so I think that's the downside to gratitude with a lot of the really woo-woo people is be grateful for what you have. And if you say you want something, and I've had people do that to me, try and shut me down. You know, I would really like this. Well, be grateful you have that. Well, I am fucking grateful for that. But it doesn't mean I don't want more. It doesn't mean I don't want to strive for more or bigger or whatever. So there's that dampening down of that using gratitude. And it pisses me off. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, that's a... Uh... I'm just I'm just tired of the overuse. I mean, seeing gratitude everywhere. You know what? I am grateful for a lot of things in my life. Very grateful for for the people in my life. Mostly people in my life. Because those people have helped me reach goals that I've set for myself. Without people, without other people, I mean, you know what they say, when when you do things on your own, you're going to struggle twice as hard. You're going to work twice as long. And chances are you may fail twice as often. When you work with a team of people, whether it be your spouse, your friends, or, or people that you work with, those are the people, when you work with them as a team, that's when you start seeing goals happen. So to be grateful for a thing and, and for what you have, I mean, just things, that just to me is a silly concept. But being grateful for the people who have helped provide those things, helped you attain those things, that's a whole different conversation. Mm -hmm. Well, you're getting kudos from Anthony. Hey, Anthony. What's up, Anthony Hayes? I think being grateful for people is like the greatest thing to be grateful for. I, I think, you know, it, and people have different things. And I think that's what you have to find for yourself. You have to find the grace in your life and, and how that fits in your life and what you want to be grateful for. If you're grateful for, you know, uh, overflown bank account, great. And the people in your life and that you have the ability to buy the toys that you want to buy, great. I think it's just, it's at least having that. Um, but how did you get going? Those? Are you grateful for the thing? Are you idolizing or are No, you it's grateful that you have the ability. I think it's no, I think it's that you have skills that other people value that you could use those skills to be able to earn the money, to be able to buy the things. But I think the things is that's the training thing for people to get used to seeing gratitude and grace in other places. It's the scorecard. But I think it holds you back. Yeah, it's it's a scorecard. You know, the things are the scorecard for what you've been grateful for. Well, it depends on how you look at it. Well, I'm looking at it the way I'm looking at it. Because if you're only looking at it at the things, oh, yeah, I've got this and I've got that and look what I've got and I've got the big house. But it depends on if you're just looking at that. Well, so what? So what? You have a a bedroom more than I do. But I think if you look at it a little bit deeper, you know, what was it that was able to bring that to you? But I don't like it when grace is used to keep people down. Be happy for what you have. Why should you think you should want more, uh, that you should have bigger goals? That's what I don't like is using it against people to hold them down because, you know, people like to pull people down. And that seems to sort of be the thing right now to hold people down is using the gratitude thing. And it stops the, I think it stops the dreaming. Hey, whatever you can have and whatever you want to reach for, great. Go for it. 
but I, I think you need you need to have that grace and gratitude definitely in your life to be aware of the people around you and the things that bring you joy. Those are the things that I like to focus on. So what are the things that bring you joy? For you, it's the people around you, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So are we done beating the hell out of this yet? <laughs> totally. Yeah, we've talked lots of time. And I was thinking, how long are we going to be able to talk about grace? But, um, yeah. So practice grace. Forgive. Do something for someone else. And just smile and say thank you when people tell you your dreams suck. There you go. Let's quote you on that one because I like that. I like how you put that. <laughs> so before we get into this next segment of the show, let's, you know, the, just bring it has been probably one of my favorite uh, aspects, especially since I did this much uh, research on it. But before we get into that segment of this show, I want to uh, ask each and every one of you to share this out one more time. And trust me, this is, this is going to be the favorite segment. I know it is. This is what everybody's been waiting for. So, oh, the, oh, oh, you got to share it. Share it now because people are going to want to hear this viewer question that we got this week. And CJ worked hard on to, to, for, the, for, to answer this. Yeah, I was, I was the reporter in the street on this one here. And so much so that I actually went and got my wife permission to be able to uh, go through this question. Thank, today. thank you. So, Think about that for a second. What kind of question could that be if I had to get my per permission from my wife see if she, to make sure she was going to be okay with me speaking about this topic? But, uh, no, to be honest with you, this is just the tip of the iceberg, folks. The show, Grit and Grace, now that we've explained grit, now that we've explained grace, we are going to take off. Next week's bout is going to be, and I'm calling it a bout, not a show. Next week's bout is going to be epic. It's time to swing for the fences. We've eased you into this concept of what grit and grace is. Now it's time to swing for the fences. This is the home run battle of a century. This is Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire battling it out. This is going to be epic. This is Ali. This is Foreman. I mean, this is no holds barred. It's going to be rocking. So what do we have on the plate for Just Bring It? Oh, what's Andre saying? She said, if she said no, would you have to come up with an excuse like, I can't do this segment? My wife isn't feeling well. <laughs> no, you came up with the excuse for me, Andre. See, that's what I'm talking about, folks. The men will come up with excuses for other men. That's how we work together. <laughs> so. Yeah, and sometimes it pisses me off. But anyway... So let's get on because we answer viewer questions. So any of you watching, you can ask anonymously on our website. We don't know who sent in this question. So here is a viewer question that we received this week. I was going to spring it on CJ, but I, I'm glad I didn't. So anyway, here's the question. Hi, Lynn and CJ. I've watched all of your videos, and I think you two are perfect together. So I thought you two would be the best to ask this question. I'm newly single after many years and thinking about dating again. This is new territory for me. My question is, what kind of landscaping do men prefer, if you know what I mean? I don't want to be embarrassed the first time I get intimate with a new lover. Thank you. <laughs> Love the question. 
Love the so question. my jaw dropped when that came into my inbox. I went, wow, this is great. So see, they obviously know that we would be the place that they could ask this question. So then I forwarded it to CJ, waiting to see, because I was like, oh, my God, you won't believe the question that we got. So, so, so there you go. I decided, you know, at first when she brought this question up, I was like, yeah, you know, we'll discuss it a little bit, you know, type of thing. I figured I could come at it from my perspective. But I thought, you know, that's kind of uh, just one-sided. That's just one perspective. And that's not necessarily the best way to go about answering this question. So what I did was I hit the streets. And I, I mean, when I say I hit the streets, it wasn't just in Rapid City, South Dakota. I was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Martin, South Dakota, um, White River, South Dakota, Wood, South Dakota. I was in Pierce, South Dakota, Rapid City. I went all over the state, literally covered 738 miles, which I couldn't believe there was actually 738 miles in the state of South Dakota. But I hit 738 miles, and I talked to men and women all throughout the state. And I tell you what, there were some amazing stories. And, in fact, I've got a story that I'm going to tell here in a second the answer that I got from a 78 year old man who actually overheard me talking to a 25 year old man about what he preferred. So after discussing this with, I'd say probably about 60 to 70 people. I got to take notes. Uh, Cause I haven't so heard any of this yet. <laughs> I had to break it down. I actually broke it down with, with percentages and I broke it down in, in age groups of 20 to 25. Now, these are all the men groups right here. This, these are all men because I only were, I was only able to talk to four women who would actually stand still long enough for me to talk to them. But so the, I asked, I actually asked the question to about 20 different women. I want to know how you approached people. I want to know how you (laughs) So this is how I approached them. I said, hey, my name is CJ Ripka. I am the host of Grit and Grace, which is an online television show. And I've got a question. It's a little bit personal, but I've got a question for you. And if you, you know, answer it if you like. If you don't like to, if you don't want to answer it, that's fine. But your answer will be uh, used in the show. And guys were like, hell yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'll tell you anything. Just ask me. And then oh the girls, more of the girls are like, what's on, what's Grit and Grace? And I was like, okay, Grit and Grace is an online show. We do on Facebook Live. Are you following me? Details, uh, right? You know, this is South Dakota. So they're still getting used to this whole Facebook Live thing. So anyways, I, so I had to explain to them a little bit more in depth. And then I had, I actually had to go, do you, do you recall watching some of those shows where they'll go out and they'll just interview people in the street? And they're like, and one girl, oh, I swear to God, this was this was one of the coolest things ever. She goes, you mean like taxi cab confessions? Yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> I hadn't even told her the question yet. But that's that's the show that she, oh, do you mean like taxi cab confessions? Yes, that's what I meant. So the four women that were, that participated, thank you very much. I hope you guys watch this. I told you when we we're going to be on. So hopefully you're watching. Uh, but the men, I broke them down into age groups, and I, they're kind of skewed be, by these age groups because the numbers are kind of crazy with these age groups. So 20 to 25-year-old men, 25 to 30-year-old men, then I jumped to 30 to 40-year-old men, and then 40 to 80-year-old men. 
because there was nearly as many 40 to 80 year old men that I talked to. But this is what I found out. Of the 25, 20 to 25-year-olds, 80%, 80% preferred fully shaved. Fully shaved, nothing on the nothing on the playing field, just clean, done. Cue ball. Yeah, 20% said neatly trimmed. You know, and when I say neatly trimmed, that included everything from, you know, just trimming it down to landing strip to... You know, heart shapes, whatever you can imagine, that's all included in neatly trimmed. Because I didn't want to say, okay, 1% here, 1% here. Because every one of them that said neatly trimmed had a different shape in mind that they liked. Who knew? So that was the 20 Who to 20. knew? <laughs> the 25 to 30-year-olds, 60% said none at all. 30% said trimmed and 10% said they didn't care. This, they, the 10% that said they didn't care, most of them probably looked like they hadn't seen pussy in probably 10, 15 years. So those are the ones that said they didn't care. Now, mind you, some of the, a lot of these people I, I ran into were in hotel lobbies and, and um, truck stops. So you can about imagine the type of clientele that I was talking to. <laughs> now, 30 to 40 year olds. Now we're getting a little bit more mature. 40% said none. 40% said trim. They were split like right down the middle. And then 20% said, I don't care. Those were the married guys. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Um, and then we get into the 40 to 80 year olds which happens to be the category that I fell into, unfortunately. And uh, 20% said none, 75% said trim, and 5% said not at all. And that 5% actually accounted for one person, and that was a 70-year-old man. So <laughs> apparently, when you're between the ages of 40 to 80, now your, your standards are coming up again because that's where a lot of your divorcees are and all that kind of stuff. So now we're getting a little bit more self-conscious about how the jungle looks down there. And, you know, they're, or whether they're, there is a jungle. Well, 20% of them apparently don't want a jungle. Now the four women. No, they want right? a 12 year old girl. Right. <clears throat> that's, that's kind of a, that's kind of a jaded comment there. I mean, that seems to me like you have a little bit of animosity going on right now. With the with the <laughs> the forty and the twenty percenters. No, it's just a comment. I mean, who else is like that? But like a ten, eleven year old girl. Okay, so cheated. I've I've done that a couple times myself. So it's not like I've never done it and I you know. Well, there's there's it's the only way to get rid of the hair color. I mean the dye, you right? I mean okay. <laughs> So that's there's a reason for that comment. I'm surprised. I'll explain, that. I'll explain that in a minute. But I want to get to the four women that I talked to. The four women that said yes, they would talk to me. Every um, two of them said they prefer to shave themselves because they they just feel cleaner. And then the other two said that they like to be neatly waxed and trimmed because that just makes them feel sexier. So you have two that say it makes them feel cleaner, and then the other two that makes them feel sexier. Uh, 
It, so there's two very different reasons why they do it. Guys think that, hey, that's, that's all about the sex. It's, it's a turn on to them, whatever it is. But Direct the, accent. But the women are about how it makes them feel. Uh, so it was a very different concept. And, and I was, I was kind of blown away by that. Yeah. Well, it would be because I think that that whole thing is approached differently, right? We think we all, we think a lot differently. That's very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So, um, and then one of the, one of the women that I did ask, she was a lesbian. Actually, two of them were lesbians. One of them was on one side, one of them on, on the other side of the fence, one of them, and neither one of them brought it to the sex. They just about how it made them feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally get that. Cole Johnson winces. He says, Wince is that 12 year old comment. <laughs> <laughs> So, hey, while we're we're doing this, you know, guys, if you're, there's a lot of guys in the chat room tonight that are watching. That's that's pretty awesome. Um, So, put it, put the question to you guys. What do you think? I mean, oh, Andre. (laughs) So Andre says, I consider myself the whole rest of it. I can't see the rest of his comment. I'm gonna put it up here. Says, I consider myself an expert in this area. It has to be trimmed and well maintained. If it's gonna be there. If I keep mine well maintained, it's only fair. LOL. You know what? He's absolutely right, though. I I was I I wanted to switch this over on you. I I did, and thank you, Andre, for helping me flip this uh, over a little bit because I want to know what women think. I really do because guys, you know, for the most part, they're just they go to work, they come home, they drink a beer, they sit in their couch, they watch their TV, they. Tune out the kids, whatever it is. The last thing they're thinking of when they jump in the shower at night is, oh, I look like a mess down there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so what do women think? Do they like a manicured front lawn or do they like it just, or do they just not care? Well, um, it's just me. I, you know, and since, I, I couldn't take a poll or ask questions because, <clears throat> well, that wasn't really what the question was. It, it was for women. But since you're asking, um, it is really not an attractive piece of equipment anyway. And I much prefer it by silhouette. So, um, <laughs> so in other words, lights off. <laughs> the least attractive thing you guys got going on. <laughs> so even if it was bare, it wouldn't do much to save it. At all. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> so, so, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, so you're saying, so you're saying that something that was put there for one of the most beautiful purposes in the world is the most unattractive I love the thing to death. Love the thing to death. It's just not pretty. It just, (laughs) it's not not pretty. It's really, really not. 
And oh. all my girlfriends, we talk about that. We, we've talked about that and said, oh my God, it is really not an attractive thing at all. I don't care what you've done to it. It is not. It is really not. It's awkward. I don't know how you walk with it. I don't know how you sit with it. I don't know how you live with it. Like I, like I don't know, but I don't have I to know. I couldn't live without it. <laughs> that's a, I, just, that's a, I couldn't live without it. So. It's just, I don't know. We are neat and tucked away, and you guys are just all over. But anyway, um, but you really... know, well, mentioning that though, the whole neat and tucked away thing, you got to. I got to mention that because you know. If you've ever gone to a swimming pool, and I know you've got one in your backyard, but if you've ever gone to the swimming pool and there's cobwebs hanging out, girls, trim that. Trim that up. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For everybody. Um, yeah, yeah. Guys, if you're wearing okay. a Speedo, trim it up. <laughs> it, you know, I mean, obviously, if it's out of control, uh, women would kind of appreciate it. But honestly... Um, my girlfriends and myself don't really pay it too much attention, really. Um, <clears throat> now, I haven't come across anybody that's, like, way out of control. Um, but in, in which case, it would be nice if there was a little bit of, you know, trimming. But really, yeah. we don't really pay that much attention. I think because the most important part really is far out from that area, Whereas for us, you have to deal with, you have to go through that to get to. <laughs> so it's a little bit different. Like, you know, your gold is far away from that area, right? It sticks out. Yeah. yeah you don't well, have to deal with that to get to the good part is what I'm saying. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> right? <laughs> Coming, coming back to this comment earlier about the color. So, um, color. There, yeah, the color, just shaving it off to get rid of the color. Oh. Um, yeah, I know. I know. I, I do that sometimes. I will flip it right. Confused. Yeah. So keeping it going. So the color thing. There is a, there is a, a young lady and I can't remember what her name was. I'm not gonna, I wouldn't say it anyway, but, uh, she had made a comment on a radio show one time that, she shaved her region. So I region, I just called it a region. Yeah. That's so, well, this is the way she said it on the radio. show. she shaved her region because she had dyed it purple to match her hair and it wasn't very flattering. So she shaved it off. And then when she shaved it off, her skin had dyed purple as well. So that's, that's the reason why I was mentioning it. I would never do that. That's like a really sensitive area. So that's that's one of those up all night uh, radio shows yeah. that you come across on AM radio every now and then. Yeah. What did Andre say? So he says uh, his perspective is if you have to push the hair to the side to get to a man, you might want to consider a new man. Yeah, but that means no. That well, okay. I can say a lot. That, hair. So if, it, if if you get a well, I don't know. It's very interesting. Um, that's very interesting. That's very surprising to me what you came up with. And I think right then I think the porn industry has really affected that because um, I'm surprised it's actually that high um, that men would want it completely 
bear. Uh, I'm so, I, I mean, I know there's some, but I'm, I'm actually a little surprised that it's that high. And I think, wow, like women don't have enough to do. Now they got, you know, something else that they have to, you know, not only shaving your legs and your armpits and, and, you know, doing your hair and your makeup and da 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 da. Then there's that. But, um, I'm really surprised it's that high. So, but I think, I don't think anybody would say no if it came down to it and you were face-to-face. I don't know if there's a guy who would say no. You know, I, th- <clears throat> I think that the you're absolutely right as far as the porn industry having an effect on this. Um, all these people that I, were talk- that I would talk to that would, that would say, well, none at all. Yeah, they're, they're the, the next comments were typically – Come on, you watch porn, don't you? You know that. So I would say that's probably ninety nine percent of that whole thing. Now, yeah, yeah. to answer and that's the really question, just for visibility, really. That's just so you can see all the details. Right. That's why they do. However, to answer the question, to actually answer the question, I would I would tell this person that just. Trim, you know, just be neatly trimmed. You're never going to go wrong with that. No matter what happens, no matter who's in the room with you, neatly trimmed, you're going to be just fine. A little bit wild, you might have a little bit of a whatever, and none at all. If it's a if it's a mature man, he's going to be the same way. He's going to be like, what are you trying to be a 12 year old girl? Yeah, just yeah, be you. Be what. Just don't. I don't know. Just don't be a hippie. Like just don't be a. Don't yeah, be a hippie. That's all. If you got dreadlocks or braids, you know, it's time to trim it down. But you know, I think that I'm I'm all for trying it. You know, I did that a couple times, and that but that wasn't something that I did actually on my own. Um, that was an experience between me and my first husband. Like that was something that was done together. So it actually turned it into an intimate experience, um, and to try it out and see what it was like. Um, uh, it's killer on the underwear. Like it's killer <laughs> on the underwear. That's all I'm going to say, but it's a very odd feeling. It's a very, very odd feeling. Um, but it's, if you want to try it, do it, go ahead. It's, you know, do it as an experience together. Right. I think anything you could do that, that you do together in the privacy of your home and try it out. Like, I'm all for experimenting. I think that's great. Try anything. I mean, but, you so, know. Now, to get to the story from the 70-year-old, 78-year-old man. Wait, I just got a comment. I want to see his comment. I wouldn't want to go down on a woman who doesn't maintain. Oh, well, I, you know, I agree. Like, you know, don't be hippie. We should get T-shirts made up. Don't be hippie. And on the back, ingraceTV.com. Oh, no. And some hippies might not like us. They won't get it. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, just don't be hippie. Like, you know, keep it in your pants. Don't let it run away. Just dig through the leaves to get there. Oh, Cole, we love Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if anybody turned it down, then you're getting a lot. I don't know. I don't know any man that would say. No. Especially when it came down to the 10, the 20, and the 5. Actually, the okay, so the story with the 78-year-old year, man. Yeah, that I'm, I want to know. I'm sitting in a, <laughs> a, believe it or not, a loves truck stop. 
And the fact that it's a love truck stop it made it really funny. But uh, so I'm sitting in a love truck stop. I was getting a burrito and a and soda or something. I don't know. But I, I seen these guys sitting over at the at, in the trucker's lounge, and I just went over to him and I started talking to him. Well, he's over there in the trucker's lounge, and and uh, I I happened to he happens to overhear the conversation. He goes, "Hey, I'd like to answer that question." Oh, you know, here we go. He goes, well, you know, the last time I went down on a girl, she was all natural and it was great. I think, I think if a woman can't, can let it fly, she should let her fly. So in the whole time he's talking to me, he's got this like gruff trucker talk going on. Right. And he's like, I just, you just, there's nothing like going down and having a nice soft landing when you get down in there. <laughs> oh my God. I was laughing so hard. I'm, I, I swear to God, I was laughing so hard. He goes, and the more I laughed, the more it egged him on, of course. Oh yeah. Kept going. And it turned, it turned into a show for everybody that was in the trucker lounge. Everybody was laughing so hard. And this guy just ran with it. I, if, I got his. I actually got his name and his number, and I'm going to get a hold of him because I want to get him on Raw and Real. Oh yeah, I think this guy. He is so funny. The way he talks, the way what he does, and he's like, man, I'm up and down this road, you know, hundred miles, two hundred miles. He's like, I'm up and down this road all every day of the month. Blah blah blah. And if it wasn't for truckers, this world would die. Blah 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 type of thing. But the more I talk to him the more I realize this guy has got so many stories. I can't wait to get him on the show. But yeah, when, when he said, I overheard you talking and I want to answer that question. I was like, Oh, here we go. You know, this old man. And he, and he looked like this old man. And for some reason I stopped thinking, you know, when it comes to people older than myself, you don't think that they're having sex. Yeah, especially when they're getting into their 60s, 70s, and 80s. You don't think of them as having sex. Apparently, this guy is extremely active. And he had, I mean, he had, he had a story about a lot lizard. And I'll explain the lot lizard comment some other day. But uh, he had a pretty good story about that, too. And it was, oh. That's so, a yeah. Lot, so that's he, a lot. It's a prostitute that hangs out at a truck stop. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So, so, anyways. Yeah, seventy-year-old, eight-year-old man, you know, and then there was this girl, and she was such a sweetheart. She's like, I don't want to answer the question. She goes, but if you're asking me what I prefer on men, I prefer them to shave it all off. So that was kind of an interesting, and that's actually what made me think of to ask you. You know, to flip it over and ask you, you know, what what you believe women prefer. Well, but yeah, it was a I younger. Think it would be a little nicer for sure. I mean, anything would help. Yeah, but but shaving it all off. I mean, really? Does it is it really that big of a deal? I mean, no, like it's you, really not. It's, it's really not. Ugly piece of equipment. You need as much around it as you can to hide it. As you is. I mean, come on. Especially yeah, because when you get older, they just. Get bigger. Oh, no. Like they do. Anyhow, <laughs> as you get older. <laughs> that's all I got on this topic. 
That must have been interesting. That must have been interesting, eh? It was fun. It, you know, it was really the first couple of times I was I was a little bit I wasn't say shy or nervous, but I was a little apprehensive of, of approaching people like that with that kind of a question. So I, yeah. for the yeah. first for the first ten minutes or so, I'm like, what do I say to people to make them? And I must have practiced. Hi, my name is C.J. Ripka. I'm the host of Grit and Grace. We're an online TV show. Really? Yeah, I must have practiced saying that probably 30, 40 times before I actually. Oh my God! Well. Kudos to you for doing that. Like that you went, that you did that. That's so awesome that you did that. I hope, you know, I hope the person who answered the, asked the question is watching that you went through all that to do that while you're out of town working. And I could just see you practicing. What a guy. Yeah, well, you know, I, just, I wanted to make it, you know, as le- uh, least embarrassing to them as well, because in the right setting, in the wrong setting or whatever, I mean, where I was at, you know, this is, they're very public places and I'm asking these questions out loud. It's not like, Hey, psst, hey buddy, what do you like? You know, yeah. it was, you know, trying to do it in a professional way. So the people that were listening around understood that it was being used for, you know, research and not just a, you know, a couple of guys, you know, I, I, your, put it this way, when I run for president, when I run for president, I don't need to have something come out on the media saying I like to grab, you know, anyway. So, well, I think that <laughs> it proved a very interesting thing that there's a wide range of preferences. Um, it is a concern for women that I have talked to as far as uh, how they feel about themselves and what they should do and they're not sure what to do and they, you know, it really is an honest concern and adds to, you know, the how people, women especially, feel about themselves and how are they going to be perceived. And um, so when I read that question, I was sort of like, I I get it. Like, I, I get that. I It would be a concern too. But, you know, there's so many different preferences, as, even as, you know, whether men prefer blondes or brunettes or redheads or, you know, butts or boobs or, you know, like whether they're skinny or they like heavier women that's the beauty is there's so many different preferences out there and that is just one more thing that there's different preferences for so that is good um but yeah it's it's very interesting thank you so much for doing that like thank you that you did that for the show well i can't wait to do the next one so why don't you tell people how they can get over there and ask their own question If you go to our website, please, please do. And, you know, no matter what it is, no matter what it is, if it's something like this question was that could be embarrassing, um, you can ask anonymously. It's set up that way. We have no clue who asks the question. So go to our website at gritandgracetv.com, click on the Ask a Question tab, and you can put your question in. Hit the button and we will get it and we will answer it on our show because that's what we want to do. We want to be able to, you know, chances are, see, I was wondering that. We had a question and lots of other women talk about it. So if you're thinking it, struggling with it, someone else is too. So this is really about uh, helping other people and and so we have a good time doing it, right? So it's nice that other people can chime in. 
And thank you, everybody who is watching tonight and who watches on the replay. Thank you for watching. And if you're watching on the replay, go ahead and comment. We will still respond to those comments. And thank you, Cole Johnson, Andre Kane, Anthony Hayes, and who else's names did I see tonight? And if you've liked, if you watched this, you liked the show, you liked us, please leave us a comment on the homepage of our website. Let us know what you thought, what, you know, what you think, what you'd like to see. Leave us a comment. Please scroll below the video and do that as well. And we don't have time for this. Um, but, um, we just, I just want to say happy Mother's Day to the mums out there. This is my first Mother's Day without my mom. She passed away. Um, a couple of weeks after Mother's Day last year. So um, I just want to say happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. And I hope uh, you have a great day. And uh, and if you don't have a mom anymore, I'm thinking of you. And I just want to say this really funny thing that my mom said to me that's always brought up as a joke whenever I go out to a bar or anything. When I was about 19, I used to go to music trivia night with a friend of mine. And... Um, and we'd meet there sometimes, so I'd have to walk in by myself. And I guess my mom didn't really like that. And I remember one day, totally unrelated, I broke a nail. And I was like, oh, shit, I broke my nail. And my mom, she's a funny, she was the funniest lady and f funny ideas. She just looked over at me and she said, well, no wonder with the life you lead. And I said, what do you mean? And she goes, walking into pubs by yourself. So now when I walk into a pub by myself, I think about that every single time, and I will continue to do that. So, love to my mama. So, all to to all the mothers all around the world, happy Mother's Day. And to all of you who have lost your mother, happy Mother's Day to them as well. Because mm -hmm. you don't forget them. They make they they make the world. They they they're the reason we're all here. So, with that, you know what's coming up. You don't have to be perfect to be that perfect solution. That's right. Peace. Stay wild, people. Oh.